Hi, Nick. Hi, Caleb. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm, you know, I'm doing fine. Uh, how do you feel about fast food? Fast food? I love it. Yeah, you like... Uh, Well, do I love... I mean, you know, sometimes I accidentally eat an Arby's. Oh. And then I go, oops, why'd I do it? Mm -hmm. But then, like, during, I'm like, yeah. I just want to get this out of the way. This isn't a fast joke. I'm not making any kind of fast joke with this I wouldn't expect you to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a little too easy. Right, right, right. Um, Well, I personally hate fast food. Okay. I ate it a whole lot. Uh, yeah. If I could get Did you rid say of it, you ate it a whole lot. No, I hate, hate it a whole excuse lot. Excuse me. Uh, if I could get rid of it, I would. Ooh. I would send McDonald's just like straight into space. You would destroy would, thousands of jobs. I would destroy in space. Mm-hmm. I would destroy thousands of jobs uh, in space by hitting them with McDonald's. <laughs> Very good. I would, so I'd fire them straight past the clouds yeah. and into space. Uh-huh. Burger King. Uh, I don't know what I do. I guess I'd I'd like drop Burger King into the bottom of the ocean or something. Okay, sure. You know, but you know what I'm most excited to do? Which you know, one? you know what I would do if I had if I had the power? Uh, no. I would put Sonic underground. <laughs> I'm sorry. <Stupid. laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> How do I not see it coming? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. That one, I was, I was nervous. I felt like I needed to really pepper with a lot of extra detail to keep <laughs> yeah. that joke from being obvious. It worked. I was, I was in space, and you took, yeah, you went somewhere different. We, we went on a journey. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Well. Hello. Hi. Today we're talking about Sonic Underground Episode 6 Mobodune. I'm Caleb Zane Hewitt. And I'm Nick Splendor. And you're Two Show. This is your Two Show. It's a uh, Sonic the Hedgehog fan cast, a Sonic podcast, uh, a general uh, video game knowledge. Sure. Uh, we can talk about anything. Adventure. That's right. We can do what we want. Yep. And uh, a lot of times what we choose to do. And, and, and so far, 100% of the times, what we choose to do is talk about the extremely well-known, uh, the predominant, like, element of the Sonic canon, which mm-hmm. is the um, the beautiful and uh, talented Sonic Underground. I would call it a cultural obelisk. The cultural uh, obelisk that is Sonic Underground. Yes, we We're, are culturally obeliskated to talk about this. I mean, everybody, I know everybody's talked about Sonic Underground. It's like done to death, but mm-hmm. guess what? Hilton we Malls, love a bandwagon. We love a bandwagon. We love a bandwagon. <laughs> I'm a big bandwagoner. I think. I'm a big brandwagoner. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so 100% of the time so far, we've talked about Sonic Underground, mm-hmm. but don't get complacent. Don't That's get, right. uh, stay on your toes. We could we could do whatever we wanted. We could do anything. I feel like I am a little bit complacent right now. Like, I feel like this episode, like, we kind of noted partway through is like, oh, hmm, I guess it's just, it, you know, I, like, I'm not as surprised in this episode because there are so many, uh, oh, Dingo turns into a motorcycle. Sure. Yeah. yeah fine. All right, cool. A dog cycle. There, That's that fine. happens again. That's cool. The most sure. genuine surprise, uh, of course, is like the revelation that Sleet's actually also a dog. That rocked my world and, to its core. And then as soon as that was said to me, when I looked at Sleet again, yeah. I was like, how, how have I been how such an I idiot? I think he was a rat. He's basically just ugly goofy. 
Oh, yeah, he is just ugly Goofy. Aww. <laughs> um, you know, because Goofy was, was so, so hot before. Yeah, he's the hottest. He's the hot the, one. The, 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 um, he's, he's the hottest Looney Tune. So today we're talking about the episode Mobodune, which Nick informed me is a uh, reference to a play Brigadoon. I'm really startled that you don't know about Brigadoon. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> was that intentional did no. you do that on purpose no yes you did i'm drifting dude you 100 no i don't i didn't i'm band, not saying band right wagner today. band wagner brigledoon i'm 100 goofing up it's, it's me the dark lord of brigledoon <laughs> i will tickle you to death i only appear every seven showers <laughs> Um, so, and Brigadoon, of Out course, of the mist of your extremely hot bathroom <laughs> comes me, the Lord of Brigadoon. <laughs> I think my favorite, I think my favorite, uh, economic, economic, uh, model is the Brickle Down. <laughs> the Brickle Down. I gotta take off my jacket. I'm sorry, everybody. It's too hot. It's too hot. It was cold in here, and now it's hot. All yeah. right. Hi, so, everybody. So, what happened on this episode? Bri- so, Brigadoon is about a Scottish town that appears every couple of years or something. I think that's right. Brigadoon is a story about a Scottish uh, mist town where you go there and you can't leave if you don't leave. And some, like, American tourists find it? Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know. I We... we, we it was like one of the. It was part of the canon of my high school theater mm-hmm. culture, where everybody had to watch Brigadoon all the time, and they performed Brigadoon every two or three years. And I avoided it somehow. I really didn't learn most of the details. I just, <laughs> I just heard about it every week or two. So that's all we know <laughs> yeah. about Brigadoon. Yeah. But Mobodoon. Yes. Yeah, so Mobodoon is a town that appears every uh, second day of the third month of the fourth year or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they. Find out the three triplets, Sonic, Sonia, and Manic, find out that they were born there mm. from the Oracle, who says they were born there uh, for some reason, but we don't see this conversation. Right. And they uh, go there on their birthday mm-hmm. in an attempt to meet their mother because they think, oh, maybe mom will show up there on our birthday because apparently she always goes and visits that place. Yes. So they find Brigadoon. They are followed by Dingo and Sleet. Uh, they realize that Brigadoon is a socialist paradise. Mobodoon is a socialist paradise. The creators that, of... Oh, oh we don't sorry, Mobodoon. It's okay, yeah. We don't use money here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they, like, Sonic Underground has finally thrown their hat over the fence, like, straight, definitely, yes, we are talking about how much we love socialism and think that's the best. <laughs> Which is great. I'm all for yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, yeah, basically their first interaction with anybody in Mobodoon is, uh, a woman, like, uh, Manic trying to steal an apple. Yeah. And then the mayor of the town, a woman named uh, Mayor Winningham, uh-huh. grabs the apple from him and then gives him another apple. And it's like, this one's much riper. And oh, he's like, that... I don't have any money. Yeah. Oh, silly Manic. We don't use money here. And he's like, well, you know what my name is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. We know all of you here. Mm-hmm. This is where you were born. And they still have a shrine to these children. Yeah. Like their stools are up. But I guess in... Mobo Dune time, they've only been up for like three days. <laughs> three or four days. <laughs> oh, uh, that's a... Oh, does Mobo Dune continue to exist? I think it continues to exist. It just can't be reached. I think you're right. the other place. But what if it doesn't? <laughs> what if Mayor Winningham's like, oh, yes, I know you from yesterday when you were born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
They uh, well, they say that they came from a different dimension, which was an interesting uh-huh. detail, uh-huh. and that they their like power stone, which looks like a chaos emerald, yes, b- but longer, yes, <laughs> allows them allows them to every once in a while come and be in the real world for a minute. Yep. Um. So Sleet decides he's going to collect taxes and declare himself mayor of Mobodun. <laughs> yeah. Um. And the taxes are in the form of all of their physical objects because Mobodun doesn't use money. Yeah. And then. Sonic and the crew have to save the day for Mobodune and get out of there before uh, it disappears forever. Mm. Uh, but also, Manic thinks about leaving. And, I mean, spoilers, he decides not to leave the group. I, yes. It's a, uh, a really dramatic moment at the end where he's like, well, you guys, I guess I'll see you later. Or not. And they're like, okay, well, bye. Like, Sonic and Sonya are just, like, ready to go. They're like, hey, you know what? It's your choice. Yeah. It's going to be hard without you. And also, we can't play music without drums. But, okay, bye, bro. Yeah, they're leaving. They're, they're on their supportive. way out. Yes. They're totally, like, at the beginning, they sort of fight him about it. But then the it di- completely disappears in the face of the crisis. They don't talk about it anymore. Yeah. And then the end of the show, you realize, oh, he's actually still planning on staying here. Yeah. Um, and everybody seems pretty down. The mayor's like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, they so- <laughs> do not give it anywhere near enough thought. Yeah. Except he gets just that moment of thought. <laughs> like, just a little bit. Like, oh, wait, you guys need me to free the entirety of civilization. Yeah. Except for Mobo Dune. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and it's like, uh, I don't know. It was definitely played as sort of a like manipulative emotional thing because it, it, uh, literally seconds after they think they're yeah. leaving he walks back out and is like uh, you really thought i was gonna leave you right there's a dramatic emer- he emerges from the mist as a silhouette yeah and the music swells it's like oh my gosh he's still gonna be in the show <laughs> but it's like <laughs> yeah duh yeah and it took like two two exact seconds yes like there wasn't even like a beat there wasn't a conversation between sonic and sonya like what are we gonna do now right exactly it was just like okay all right okay uh, that's they, fine though yeah and that's basically the plot of that one mm-hmm. um there were lots of really fun moments uh dingo got transformed <laughs> into it's a motorcycle into a tree oh and then mm-hmm. a motorcycle he was an ent yes he was, yes, tree with he feet. was an ent uh-huh. uh that was an interesting thing that i was thinking about is uh the use of i guess modifiers and the things he's being transformed into so uh sleet has completely disregarded needing to say them out loud like yes. for a while it seemed like he had to like say what he was turning yeah. into that's gone. That's apparently that was for our benefit as we learned what he was able to do, I guess. Yeah. And then the or maybe it was just to make sure that we understood that he was a Venus flytrap because he didn't look like one. Yeah. Uh, and then in this episode, he's making like increasingly more complicated creatures out of Dingo without saying anything using a device that only has one button. So yeah. I guess it's got to be mental. In yeah. Some way. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's uh, it, yeah. It's a kind of a click scenario. Yeah. You've never seen that movie. No, I haven't seen Click, and I don't know anything about it. That movie's terrible. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> For those of you who haven't seen Click, Click is an Adam Sandler movie. Oh, God, no. This is now the Click cast. This is no. Um, no! So when he went when he went to Bed Bath and Beyond, and then he went Stop to the it. Beyond section, did you think that was really funny, or did you think that was like a bad joke? I thought it was really funny, and that's the only right answer. I love Click. Welcome to Click. This is Click, the Click cast. Hi, I'm Click. Welcome to the Click Cast. Hi, I'm Click, and welcome to Click, the Click Fan Cast. I'll be portrayed by Kevin James in this episode. He's probably in that movie, right? Had he been born at that point, or was was that later? No, Doc Doc Brown is in this movie. <laughs> is he? I think so. I'm pretty sure. I don't want to know about this. I'm pretty sure he's the one that works in Beyond. Okay, so how did the the thing that 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 comes out of this is that we need to we need to keep our eye on canonically. Mm-hmm. 
how did sleep get the click remote yes. from Adam Sandler? <laughs> yes, this is an imp- that's what we're watching. Okay, for. this is some some important crossover appeal, and yeah. and if it is indeed the click remote, which I full fully one hundred percent fan headcanon believe. <laughs> Uh, then why has he not yet used it to change uh, time? Why hasn't he, he fast-forwarded or rewound? How do you know? we know that he hasn't? That's a good point. From our perspective, this has been the ClickCast. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the ClickCast is still going strong. Don't don't you fight me on the ClickCast. You don't get to tell me when the ClickCast is over. All right. Um, do you think that Sleet has seen Click and so he knows the dangers of fast-forwarding and rewinding? Uh, uh, it depends. Like, we have not seen a DVD or a Blu-ray mm. yet. Uh, the only Blu-ray I, for me is Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> revving across the sky. Wee! <laughs> I was going to push that farther, but that's a good enough button joke. I liked it when Sonic turned into a buzzsaw. That was amazing. In this, like, he, he's... Has he done that before? I don't. That's a new one. I've never seen him do it he in like a game. Or depicted anything. as having like saw edges when he turns into a blue sphere disc, and then he cut trees down, like a bunch of trees all of a sudden. Yes, it was awesome, and uh, he he just flew. Yeah, he just flew straight through the trees and chopped them down. Yeah, and they. I mean, those are like thick wood. Those are real wood trees. Well, the most important fact about those trees, as they repeated ten different times, is they're dirty. They're dirty, dirty trees. <laughs> dirty, ugly trees. So I hate sick of trees. these dirty, ugly trees. <laughs> I really loved it when Sleet, when they were when they were attacking Dingo, and uh, and and then they say, "Hit this dweeb with a downbeat." <laughs> That's a very yes. good. And then and then Dingo's like, "Ah, oh, timber," and falls on Dingo. I mean, it's on Sleet. And Sleet's so upset about it, but Dingo's like, "I said timber." Yeah, I get. I gave you a warning. Like, what do you want? Well, the Come relationship on. between Dingo and Sleet is still having some, getting some interesting complications. It's getting worse. It seems like yeah, like their contempt for each other is being made increasingly manifest. It's definitely growing, and this episode even Sleet uh, throws Dingo back into Mobo Dune. Yeah. Hoping that he will get left behind as Mobo Dune disappears. Yeah, he says as if, a as a ball. If I don't see you until the next time Mobo Dune appears, it will be too soon, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like it's weird that he's trying so hard to divest himself of Dingo when Dingo is the person that he makes do everything. Yeah, but this this like a contempt for him as an object. Like he is being literally de- depersonalized yeah. and dehumanized at every step of the way. And if Ding- and if if Sleet has this tool, and if it's not just Dingo that can be turned into motorcycles and baseballs, mm-hmm. then maybe Dingo isn't that important to him. Maybe he could get any other idiot dog off the street and like. Well, that's the thing. Why is he tied to Dingo? We don't know. Like, don't- yeah, like why don't. Why doesn't Sleet just stop working with him? I'm looking for like I uh, I I'm I would like to know. I would what like if to know brothers? more about history. What if they are brothers? What if they oh they because they okay yeah because they are both dogs. I'm like having a really hard time wrapping my mind around yeah. Sleet not being a giant rat. That's totally throwing off my rat watch. Like my whole bit <laughs> is like goofed now that Sleet's definitely a dog. Well, we know there are other rodents, so that doesn't ruin the fact that Ratwatch is crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> I can keep doing it. Yeah. I don't think there were any rats in this episode, by the way. Oh gosh, but there was a terrifying nightmare creature. Mm. The citizens of Mobodoon were really special. Mm-hmm. Like there were a lot of special creatures there. There was a a a, a woman who was a pig 
who had a like a two-colored face, like she yeah. had two kinds of head or something. Yeah, there but was there I don't, was a uh, almost like a what do you call them with the tusks? A mammoth almost person. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And we we wondered whether there were like do, uh, does Mobodun contain uh, animals that might otherwise be extinct because of existing in another dimension and kind of traveling through time and so forth? Mm-hmm. That could be. But one thing that it contained was. Uh, you might have missed it. You might want to go back to the first. Maybe I took a picture of it. We'll try. We'll put it on the Twitter. Yeah. Uh, it was a, a kind of what, like a taupe Sonic rabbit bad. It kind of looked like that character from those Knights games. It did, but look like, like the not Knights wearing into any dream. clothes. Knights into dreams with no clothes, and it turns out the Jester hat is containing its giant floppy ears. Yeah. There's a really weird like, and it really stood out. As like every other animal was the more like humanoid, uh, the sort of standard issue. Like, oh, this is this is an elephant, but it's a human. And also. then the background was just ugly Sonic. And then there's a very ugly gray Sonic yeah. standing and looking to the side, like that's somebody's prank. It's like wearing shoes the exact same way. It's got its eyes like its eyes meet in the middle. Could where- that be a cousin of theirs or some kind of? I yeah. think it's just a prank. I think that that when I saw it, I went, "Oh, this is a joke about how bad the Sonic character designs are." Because you just take <laughs> Sonic, you change the color, and then you give it a weird head. You know, I still and I don't I'm think not right about that. I'm not saying I'm right about that, but that's a perception you can have if you're not enlightened. <laughs> if you're not in love uh, with uh, every Sonic character, um. But it was crazy. Maybe it's like an older brother of theirs. I don't know. They're like, she, the the queen gave birth the first time and it was just to one kid. And she was like, ugh, the prophecy. Uh, I need three for the prophecy, please. Please, just give me three kids. And also, uh, you're such a boring color. You're such an ugly color. You definitely are not going to save Mobotropolis. <laughs> and he's just like, okay. <laughs> and then he just like hangs out in socialist paradise for the rest of his life. That would be so nice. Imagine this series... If, if they had never left Mobo Dune. Right? And they're just like chilling, relaxing, maxing, maxing and, cool and cooling. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's what it would be like if they, yeah. Mm. Well, I was thinking about it, though. It is kind of an interesting moral decision they had to make, right? This idea yeah. to, they could go and just be fine. Right. The idea that you could retreat, like that there is a safe space yeah. uh, where the effects of uh, the the bureaucratic tyranny of robotnik is just not it's not functional it just doesn't even happen we just won't even worry about it i'm just one and 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 the tension in this in this episode between like manic finally feeling like he has a place the song Mm -hmm. being like i finally found my home like he's really moved by seeing their birthplace and seeing his like ridiculously bad portrait on the end of his crib yeah. <laughs> this like terrible drawing of him <laughs> that is on the edge of his baby bed uh. he's just like oh this is where i'm from i love it and and he wants to have a home i was a really ugly baby i was a really ugly baby now i'm home <laughs> now i can be beautiful here and i'm do forever forever man uh. <laughs> i can all the apples in one and not even have to steal do you think that Manic partly is going back because there's no frisson of theft. Oh, yeah, like he doesn't even have... Like, like yeah, His no favorite excitement. thing to do is just take it. He's just going to take stuff. And there it doesn't matter, okay? Take it. Yeah, and he's like, oh, oh, 
I don't like that. <laughs> well, I think he I did can't even like use it. my skills. <laughs> <laughs> well, the person who gave us a a reason for not staying like that was Sonic. Right. Sonic basically saying the excitement of uh, things being bad sometimes yeah. is better than the boredom of being like in a place that's t- always nice. I love that. I love that continued development of his character in that way. The mm-hmm. like exact line that he said was, "Can you can you imagine being stuck with all this bliss for years with nowhere to go?" Yeah, all this bliss. Can you imagine That's being happy for that long? Such an intense thing to say. Yeah. And he's very casual about it. He he that's his like like his blithe self-knowledge mm-hmm. that where he says the most profound things about his basic character without even realizing he's doing it. Yeah. But he's just like his impatience and he's they they there were like two or three instances in this episode going, "I'm waiting." Mm-hmm. And he's just always that. But to express it that way where he he it is it's less about it's less about just the hurry, but the interest. It is like an attention, like he just needs, it's like, this is boring. I don't want to be bored. Well, it raises an interesting question, right? Which is, uh, what does Sonic do after Robotnik is defeated? Right? Like, yeah. Like, w- how does he keep moving? Yeah. Uh, because he, that's obviously something that he needs to do. And this idea is that Mobotropolis maybe was a paradise of its yeah. own before Robotnik took over. And so how does Sonic function? Like, and also considering his role, like, and Manic rehashes that today where he's like sonic has always felt like he belonged because everybody's looked up to him as like a leader of this resistance right he's like a he's a huge part of this thing that is his yeah and so like going from being a celebrity from the time you're a child right to achieving what will definitely be your greatest achievement uh probably like no later than your 20s where they are um achieving this idea of like he has now toppled a dictator theoretically and and restored the rightful power to a throne and made a paradise return yes um where where do you go from there, right? Like, how do you go from that and not be dissatisfied with the rest of your life? I think there's only one place you can go. The Olympic Games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got, he's got, now, now he's headed for the gold medal. <laughs> I've got all the gold rings, but now I need to get the gold medals. <laughs> I saved the world back in my day, but the but the best achievement I ever made was winning a gold medal versus that Mario loser. Shut up, Uncle Mustache. I'm the new Sonic in the time loop when you went back and tried to help the resistance. That's what he does. He goes back as as Uncle Chuck or whatever yeah. and beca- like becomes his own uncle. Fighting the, he continues fighting the war. The same resistance. Whoa. Ooh, that gives me some chills. Mm. That's actually a very good little theory. That yeah, That's a pretty nice, nice and tidy loop. Sonic realizes he's going to be trapped there forever, but he would not be happy otherwise. So yeah. I guess that's how it is. Wow. Whoa. Uncle Chuck. Um, And I, I wonder, so I wonder if Uncle Chuck... Wonder if Sonic came back as Uncle Chuck in that moment that Sonic's parents get killed. Like yeah. if that was when he, yeah, came back, so he wasn't able to save them. Right, which maybe he was trying to do. Maybe he was trying to time it yeah. so to save them, and he wasn't able to save them when he got sent back. Wow. Oh man, that's a, I like that that a lot. It's a very good. Um, so, oh, their decision, but their decision to stay there in uh, Mobo Dune, mm-hmm. or wh- whether or not they were going to do that. Uh, reflects actually kind of like the uh well i'm upset with our country so i'm going to leave it kind yes. of yeah I, th- I was thinking about that too mm-hmm. right the the idea that you can escape the political conflict of your homeland mm-hmm. by retreating into a magical place to the north and go go somewhere with socialized medicine yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah i um i and i find that really interesting especially to have this group of people in the 90s yeah who apparently do like positively believe in uh 
this idea of socialism being what represents something that's perfect yes exactly uh, still saying like it is more worth it for you to stay where you are and try to make it better right um to fight for that rather than trying to escape yeah you've got to remain engaged Mm -hmm. and that to to it's 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 a that's a that's a fraught conversation and like people got to make different decisions about that sort of thing but in the but in the spirit of this being like like a subversive guide to like Sonic Underground as a subversive guide to, to rebellion, rebellion, like mm-hmm. to th- overthrowing a dictatorship. It's like, listen, if you find a place where it's safe, like you can't stay there. Mm-hmm. Like if you, you're, you have a responsibility to everyone back at home. Mm-hmm. It's like okay you're gonna, to... you're gonna leave Lady Windermere as a robot forever. Like no, yeah, you can't do it. It's okay to visit a place that's that represents what you want right it's okay to learn from those places and to spend some time being safe but then eventually you have to get back out there and you have to solve the problem you have to stop it and in their case they had this really clear demarcated like uh this is when you have to leave or you will be stuck for another several years yeah but in the real world that's a little more of a like emotional thing where it's like if you don't get out of a certain mentality within a certain amount of time you might get stuck there you might get stuck feeling comfortable yep um and that's that works as an analog for things, even not just literally moving, but just the idea of staying active and making sure you're always aware of mm-hmm. how you can move forward and change the world. Yeah, it's good. It's Thanks, cool. Sonic. Mm, thank you, Sonic. <laughs> this has been thank you, Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> this is and yeah, this show is is forcing us into increasingly political conversations. Yeah, but uh, I yeah, think the show is the only thing doing that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the show that's putting that on our mind. Yeah. But it is interesting because they, it is a surprising, I thought last episode was going to be like the big, the big political feeling one. Yeah. And then this episode is just like, no, this is actually what the show's about. This is what it is actually about. Yeah. It's, it's, it, this episode also, it wasn't, uh, maybe we're getting used to it, but mm-hmm. on the whole, it wasn't as silly. Like, no. I don't feel as silly having watched it. Mm-hmm. I have a little bit more of a, uh, an investment in the story and an investment in these like character and plot developments and some of the maybe the maybe just the jokes in this episode weren't all like hot this like there were a lot more like oh his bark is worse than his bite and it's like yeah. nah he's a tree don't make that joke yeah okay we didn't all need right that. okay thank right, you bark though. okay cool, bark, cool he's cool. a dog and he's a tree so he has bark and bite it's like maybe the only actually maybe that's the best time to have ever made that joke right but still don't <laughs> well i mean well they made that joke on pocahontas but one of the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. One of the best uh, things about this episode was they had a lot of like visual jokes that worked really well. Yes, uh, like during the song, and they made sure we saw it three different times. Mm-hmm. Sonic's hair flew off as birds into the sky. Manic's hair. Oh, Manic's hair. That's yeah, what I mean. Manic's yeah. v- his big V shapes of hair flying off into the sky like baby children birds. Yeah, like you would like, draw on a seagull. Yeah. Uh uh this was the best music video so far for me oh yeah like it had the most fresh content <laughs> they they actually drew new things for it instead yeah. of just looping and stretching the same three second shots yeah. over and over again um and and this it really focused on manic as this like kind of tortured figure of like i've been alone forever but now i found my home mm-hmm. standing on cliffs alone looking up into the sky <laughs> He's standing on like those then, cliffs that you like train on in anime like it's like just yeah, like like uh, exactly. a bunch of little peaks right right <laughs> and, and then his hair flying away as birds a, a symbolic representation of his like that he can let go of his tension or something like 
what is that about? And why was that the last moment of the show, why except they, that it's beautiful? This is the first time they've ever referenced back to the song? Yes, there was the first reprise. Yeah, and they and they closed with the reprise again and showed his hair flying off again, picked the weirdest yep. part of it and showed it to us a third time. And it is a weirdly, like, it's one of those, like, this doesn't make sense, but it speaks to me, like, in my spirit. It speaks to my giggle bone. It speaks <laughs> I get my spirit and my giggle bone confused a lot. It speaks to my brigadoon. It speaks to my... (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. I would have that if if ringtones were visual... Like then I would have my phone show me those those Man, hair bir- flying the hairbirds <laughs> every time. This is also the first time that the song uh impacts the plot because they use <gasps> they play the song and then very quickly afterwards are like uh oh no we used up all of our energy playing that song. Yeah. And now we can't use magic. Yeah, that was awesome. Mhm. Um and and they didn't have that's also true because they didn't even have like a combat reason to do the song. Right. Sometimes they do they I now I can't remember. They've never done a song during an action moment. Okay, sure. So they're doing the songs as such a centerpiece of the show are like emotional highlights. Yeah. Like they are for a poignant moment. And they literally expend their magical ammo uh-huh. to just like be in that emotion for a while. To just like jam with each other. Just like jam just jam with each other. It's like I'm, you guys, I never, never felt like I had a home before. And they're like, I'm feeling that. Let's jam. <laughs> yeah. And then they have like a whole, they have a whole like little tiny audience in Mobo Dune just like dancing to Manic singing his like sad yeah, song about yeah. just now finally finding a home. There's something great about their, their power. Like you have the same reserve of power to like reflect and meditate on your emotions as you do to, like, fight your enemies. Yeah, that's so interesting. Like, it's the same wellspring of of truth or whatever that uh-huh. you're like, okay, I can't, we can't fight right now because we've, we've felt too much. <laughs> yeah, we're tired. But then when they say, they say, then Sonic's like, oh, but we should have. We should have recharged our medallions on the power stone when we had a chance. And and the mayor very casually is like, oh, well, if you had done that, it would have overloaded the power stone and blown up the entire city. And it's like, <laughs> it's like oh, oh, whoops. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of questions there. How did Sonic know that you could even recharge on the yeah, power exactly. stone? Yeah, exactly. It's interesting that they chose the term power stone. Like, Chaos yeah. Emeralds exist in Sonic canon. Yeah. So why wasn't it a Chaos Emerald, I wonder? I don't know. It even had properties similar to what we know Chaos Emeralds do, like uh, like they impact wildlife and make it stronger. They, they can imbue they, places with power. They create pocket dimensions. Yeah, at, at least in the fir- in Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, the number one video game. Uh, they uh, they they exist in this like you have to go through a portal. Yeah. to get to the Chaos Emerald, mm-hmm. and then once you grab the Chaos Emerald, it, the pocket collapses and you are you know shuttled to the next act. Yeah, it's it. So they. This all makes sense, like, in t- it makes sense as being a Chaos Emerald. It could be that they just don't know what a Chaos Emerald is yet. Right. I guess that's possible because this is, yeah, they, hmm. Or it could be that it's different because Chaos Emeralds are things that you collect, so they're smaller. I guess so. I'm not What really is the to- full spectrum of, like, crystal homeopathy in this, in the Sonic canon? Like, yeah. how many different kinds of gems are there? Because if there's a Chaos Emerald, maybe this was like an architectural sapphire. 
right? <laughs> like, we need this gem to keep all our buildings from collapsing. <laughs> An order, Ruby. An order, Ruby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let them take our infrastructural tourmaline. <laughs> No, no, sir. No, that's my governmental paradox. <laughs> oh, over there, that's where I keep my technological pyrite. Yes, it is a commentary on our our devotion to technology. <laughs> <laughs> Fool's gold. <laughs> Got it. But actually, I need it for my iPad. Otherwise, it doesn't work. I can't. I can't use it if I don't have that. And this is my Black Mirror. And this. <laughs> I like the the power stone idea of this like big long crystal that just powers everything takes me back to back you know to the topic of like of our back when you were born when uh, you had a big long crystal that took care of everything yeah exactly your mom was a crystal thank you um but like when I was a kid in my like imaginary place faces <laughs> my, in my like I had a collection of crystals. Real mm-hmm. and and like you know uh, uh, constructed mm-hmm. that I that I used in all of my like my kid my kid play. I had a big uh, rock collection as well, like yeah. a, like a clear box with a bunch of little pockets in it that you could put yeah. all your different rocks in. Yep. Well, my best friend when I was in elementary school got me like a starter set of oh. rocks, and then I started collecting my own. That's awesome. Did mm-hmm. you ever have a tumbler? I didn't. No. I don't mean a rock tumbler. I mean a tumbler where you shared your pictures of your stones. <laughs> All right, enough of this. I want to talk about what I'm actually thinking about today. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm very distracted because I've spent the last 50 hours basically straight only playing Pokemon Moon. Pokemon! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Pokemon Corner. Pokemon Corner. Pokemon. The, the draft of our new Pokemon Center podcast, The Both Also Rises. No. Uh, <laughs> the not... sun and moon both also rises. <laughs> an, an earnest discussion of Pokemon. Gotta moon them all. Is Ernest a pun too? Is that a joke? Ernest Hemingway. Yeah, so I, okay. Yeah, sorry. No, that's fine. That's what I figured. I hate it. G- good. <laughs> Hey everybody, who's been playing Pokemon? We have. You want to talk about it for a second? Quick poll, quick poll. Who's been playing Pokemon? Because it's me. Ding 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 ding. What's your favorite new Pokemon, Nick? Um, brrr, so far it's. Can I say Alolan Grimer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's I not l- right, but I weirdly like that Grimer. Oh, I love Alolan Grimer. Alolan Grimer and her like lower lip. Yeah, she's got that just like. <laughs> Just that, like, lipstick of just, like, who cares? <laughs> I'm going all the way around. I got my yellow, and it's going all the way around. <laughs> What's your favorite new Pokemon? Um, oh, gosh, there are so many to choose from. Um, but you I, have to answer, though. But <laughs> because I asked you, and you made me answer, and you made me say Grimer in public. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think right now, honestly, my favorite is Salazzle. I don't, I don't know if you've oh, met I haven't seen yet. Salazzle. Salazzle is Salandit's highly Salazzle evolution. I think that's a joke about something that I don't understand. I think I just made a joke I don't get. Oh, it's. I'm sure somebody thought it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> was it a flammable joke? I have no idea. I think it's like Dazzle and Salamander. It's like. Some, a, I, I thought it was like s- Salamander and Sizzle. Oh. Because it's fiery, right? Right, but she's dazzling. Okay. 
she's and like, that makes sense because it's Azel, not Izzel. Yeah, <laughs> it's not Salizzle. Well, but I mean, Salamander also has the A there, so it could go either way. It's really tough to figure out how they name Pokemon sometimes. Ooh, this is tough. Ooh, which two basic words did they combine to make this very cute animal? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's like, t- the thing that I like about her is that she's too sexy. Yeah. Like, it's like uncomfortable. This whole game is too sexy. <laughs> yeah, it's the sexiest it, Pokemon game yet. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, but Salazzle's like, she's got one hand down, like, by her upper thigh, and she's got one hand to the side, and she's always just like, flicking her hand back and forth oh like look goodness. down here look at me so oh she's got goodness. this like beautiful like scary like slippery salamander body uh-huh and then her head is just like is like the steven universe like centipedal head <laughs> and so like, with that like long wow. like alligatory mouth and so it's just like sexy body with this like oh my face. god having not seen this in in real life yet that has just painted a picture that in my head that i can never escape well, like, I gotta see what Salazzle really looks like, because it can't be as terrifying as what I just imagined. <laughs> well, one of the things that I found interesting about this game so far is uh, a way, at least based on the Pokemon that I'm choosing, a yeah. way higher percentage are learning the abilities that are, like, if the opposite gender, if this ability is used on the opposite gender, they're, like, they fall in love, and it's and it's over for them. I haven't seen any of those. So, like, uh, my... The cutie fly got it as okay. it evolved. Uh, the Salazzle got it as soon as she became Salazzle. Okay, yeah. And Salazzle can only evolve if she's female. Oh. And uh, cool. the, oh my gosh, Evolution of Brionne. Yeah. And Poplio. Yeah. Uh, what is it called? Um, uh, I don't remember. Uh, I think it's called Shakira. Yeah. So <laughs> Shakira. Um, <laughs> Shakira. She, she also learns it like. Like almost all of my final team right now has had the opportunity to learn that move, and it makes me upset. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like my team is just full of the like sexiest just flirters. Yeah, they're they're yeah. all so flirty. Meanwhile, captivate. I'm... That's what it's called. Captivate. Okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, I've got Grimer. I got that muddy donkey. I got that like. I love that muddy. Donkey. I got a bunch of sludgers on my team that are just not getting anything. You got some goopy boys. I got some goopy boys. Have you tried petting Grimer? Yes. Yes. I love that. Uh, I love petting the Pokemon and I love petting Grimer because the hand moves slower and it's covered in slime. (laughs) (laughs) But Grimer loves it. He loves loves it. He gets so happy. Like, (laughs) I love how happy they are. Mudbray, which, which that little tiny yes. thing evolves into, I love. Okay. It. Or is Mudbray the first one? I think Mudbray's the first name. Oh. Then it evolves into Mudsdale. Mudsdale. And Mudsdale is Ooh, so right, cool. Right, right. Hooves like on a, its dreads. I would have called it Slidesdale because of Mudslide. Oh, I like well, that. guess I'm on the Pokemon team now. That's actually... That's actually much better. I'm actually very disappointed that it's not called oh, Slidesdale. Man. I'm, you know, I'm fixing this game left and right. What? But, wait. Wait. <laughs> no, like... That's that's this the is, name of that Pokemon. This is egregious. Yeah, how okay, could it not I be? Wa- I wonder if they did call it Slidesdale because that's all. That's already a pun on Clydesdale. Yeah, and it's a joke with mud. Okay, like it has to be, but I don't know it. That You're must have w- been where they started. Yeah, and they must have ended up with mud because that's hilarious. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. And the the lower evolution has mud in its name, so that like carries over yeah they might have wanted to have a, a, a stronger brand tie between Ugh. mudbray and mudsdale but who cares Slidesdale's so good thank you unless that's the actual name in which case we apologize to the pokemon company no it's and not subsidiaries. that's not the actual name the name is mudsdale <laughs> well if there are any other pokemon oh uh aaron saw Slowpoke, and she was trying to guess what their names were oh this sounds like a good game and she was like is that one called hip-hop awesome like 
Because it, it has like a possum tail and also it's a very oh. good hippopotamus. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. Hippopotamus. It is now. That's that's awesome. I love I love that I get to see all my old favorites. I got I gotta catch a Psyduck, who's my fave. I get kind of frustrated when I see a Psyduck. Like Tell me about it. I had a bad time with Psyduck in Pokemon Blue. Psyduck wrecked me several times. And I've never really like I've always kind of hated its condescending smirk. <laughs> And like when I see Psyduck it, Psyduck does not have a condescending smirk. Maybe not for you, dude. But when I play Pokemon, Psyduck is giving me a leer. Psyduck is like, a sweet little baby who doesn't know where he is. Yeah, and he's looking at me like you're even dumber than I am. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Golduck, that's a guy who's too cool for you. Yeah, he, actually, I'm. Uh, that's weird because Golduck has every time I evolve a Psyduck, it says Psyduck evolved into nothing, and it vanishes, and there's just an empty Pokeball. Psyduck evolved, saw you, and left. (laughs) Wait, I've been with this clown the whole time? Excuse me, I'll be retiring in Alola. (laughs) Wait wait a second, wait a second. Okay, my headaches and my incredible psychic power were making it very hard for me to see what was in front of me. I was basically high all the time. (laughs) It actually turns out I got headaches because of my trainer. (laughs) It turns out looking at you was the problem, and now that I've figured that out, I'm a bounce. Yeah, Golduck out. Surfing away. (laughs) And then Golduck, (laughs) Golduck goes and wins some skating championships. I don't know about you, but I've always feel like Golduck looked like a cool little skater. Whoa, skater dude. that would be amazing. Doesn't yeah, he look I like would, a like? Yeah, I, you can see he him was with a like skater a, dude. With like, if he stole Ash's hat and like put it on backwards, he'd be yes, like, yes, like, goal. He was a skater duck. <laughs> he know? had very good luck, and then he he said, head, "See you later, duck." And his and his headaches went away because he left me. <laughs> and all his headaches went away. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon extremely good. Um, probably Sonic related. Somehow we haven't finished it. Well, there is an electric hedgehog in this one. <gasps> yes, that's the rodent in this time. I don't remember what its name is, but it is adorable. <gasps> I can't wait. Adorable. What if? I, ooh, hit it. Ooh, nice. <laughs> that's just one of that's just one of my runs. Extremely good run. Mm-hmm. Um, I call them revs now. I got. What do you oh, okay? If Sonic were a Pokemon, what moves would he have? What Go. is his type, and what moves would he have? Obviously, he, roll out acrobatics. Yes, um, um, he would have. Oh, he would have. Uh, what's that one? That's like speed, but it's like uh, more than speed. It's like it's not quick attack. It's swift. No, uh, quick attack though is good. Yeah, quick um, attack is good. And but he would have the one that's like uh, it's a, it's a move that is a word that is a synonym for speed. Ah, 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 alacrity, agility, agility. There Thank it is. Thank you. He would have agility. He would have. <laughs> Oh, and I know what his last move would be. Double team? Ooh. <laughs> I was going to say, captivate. <laughs> oh, no. Except, yeah. I thought for sure that by talking about Pokemon this long, we would find a way back to Sonic. I tried. <laughs> This has been an episode with Sonic and Nick. Um, yes. Other stuff. Uh, Sonic and Nick? Son- <laughs> you just called yourself Sonic. You just said your own name was Sonic. Holy smokes. It happened. It finally happened. Yay. No, I didn't do that. Caleb Underground. No. <laughs> Yay. Yeah.
this is the worst thing that's ever let happened. Let the record reflect no, I know. that he has fully identified <laughs> to with his patron. <laughs> I love it. I can't believe that's this. the cutest thing that's ever happened. No, it's not cute. <laughs> No. Leave me alone. (laughs) Okay, let's do it again. No, we can't do it again. That was too funny. (laughs) Uh, I hate that. It was too funny. (laughs) (laughs) We got. I'm gonna cut to the clip of Dingo bursting through the moonroof in his garbage truck tank, and he's just going. Caleb said his name was Sonic. <laughs> you can't tell anyone. Everybody listening to this podcast, okay. you have to keep it a secret. This is our secret. Here's the thing. You cannot tell anybody no. that I call myself Sonic. You can't tweet about it. No. Nope. You can't post about it on Facebook. Do, no. You can't hashtag it. You're too show. Our you are, secret. This is our this is a secret between friends. Yeah. Sometimes friends make mistakes. Sometimes people make a goof that is extremely funny Just, and also true. So it's sometimes people yell out their own name. <laughs> Uh, sometimes people yell out the name of, of a partner. Sometimes people yell out the name of things that they really like, and sometimes they name themselves after those things. Sometimes that they, really they like. refer to themselves in the third person as Sonic the Hedgehog. No. <laughs> it's just uh. it's just because I I think all the time about how you're probably hanging out with Sonic when I'm not there. <laughs> And so I was just thinking about how about how Nick really knows. So Sonic and Nick, that's the real friends. That's the real friendship friendships here. I've lost you. I've also lost the ability to talk. I'm sorry that I can't say any words anymore. I think we're done. I'm so going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for joining us. So thanks for thanks to Dave Duncan yeah. for our theme song, which is uh, the Hydrocity Zone mm-hmm. from Sonic Three and uh, the, and Goodnight Productions. And we didn't do the song this time. Probably there was no Sonic news. But if we did. It would have the song by Bulby that's a cover of the TV Zone that I I, I knew the names three seconds ago. Get on iTunes and give us a little review. Um, send us uh, your love. Yeah. Um, tell your friends. We are planning on having our episode about Sonic the Hedgehog number one be episode 10 now. I don't know if I already told you guys that. I don't think so. And, and this is not a ruse. We are not saying that we're going to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog at episode five and then pushing it back to episode 10 and then pushing it back to episode 15. Yeah, we're as not like to tantalize you into continuing to listen to us. We're not persona fiving you right now. Oh, no. Um, we are in fact actually going to do this and, uh, we've actually already finished the game. We're just getting our thoughts together and because we thought kind of the round number could be kind of cute. So, um, other than that, let us know if you want anything. We are going to keep watching Sonic Underground, keep watching it with us and, uh, play Pokemon. If you haven't go out and get that game. It's fun. It's so, so good. Yep. Uh, I'm Caleb and I'm Nick and and you're to show. (laughs) Ha 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 ha!